Welcome to the first episode of The Bubble, Real Talk, No Crowd. This will be an NBA podcast that debates, competes, and yells with sometimes no statistical basis on some outrageous takes. Our goal is to not only cover popular and trending topics in the round of the league and sport, but bring fun and engaging games, segments, and discussions. Without further ado, let's get into the introductions of the hosts. George, take it away. Yo, what's up going on? What's up, guys? My name is George. I'm a Knicks fan. I'm 20. Favorite favorite basketball player is Shea Gilders-Alexander. Second favorite, Steph Curry. I'm a Knicks fan. My hot take for the offseason is if the Knicks have the ability to get Embiid, I don't think we take him. I don't think we should take him. I like that. What's good? I'm Boobs. Uh, my favorite team is the Miami Heat. Favorite player all time is Carmelo Anthony. But my favorite player right now is... Probably Duncan Robinson. Uh, favorite basketball moment. I was actually in the arena for this. Is when Ray Allen hit that shot to save LeBron's legacy. And then my hot take for the offseason is that it's not really a hot take, but I think Chet is going to be better than Wemby next season. So, fuck yeah. All right. It's good. I'll um, Key. Go by Chef. Chef Key, whatever you want. Um, Favorite teams, Clippers from Rochester, New York. Doesn't make sense. Got a been a fan since Lob City. Um, favorite player now is probably Kawhi, but I my game replicates like mid range Sean Livingston. And uh, yeah, hot take is um, Pistons are gonna make the playoffs next year. Dude, that is a hot take. Holy shit! <laughs> what's good? what's good? I'm Jimbo. My favorite team is the Lakers from LA. My favorite player all time is Jeremy Lin. Currently, it's probably LeBron uh, for obvious reasons. Definitely mute that shit. Uh, my favorite basketball moment of all time. Um, there's probably a tie, but I would say when Russell Westbrook, when he broke the record for most triple doubles uh, in one season, also in the same game, hit a 40 foot buzzer beater. Like, of course, he's going to sink that. Um, and my hot take for the upcoming year is that James Wiseman puts up 15 and 12. They were specific, yeah, but I've been a big, big Wiseman guy since he came in the league. So he's nice. Bro. All right. <clears throat> Stick with he's your boy. Auction and the Warriors. So All right. First topic of the day we're going to talk about Russell Westbrook and uh, free agency. The Clippers, Hefty, will let you start with this one. They have no cap. Um, so he's looking to sign for the family discount, quote unquote, for three and a half mil. Or should he explore other options? Take it away. I don't know. I think that, like, honestly, like, I, it was clear to me it seemed, as a Clippers fan, I think that he was a better fit with the Clippers than the Lakers. Um, I think that he kind of grew into a role that they were kind of trying to see with John Wall early on with that signing as far as someone that can have the ball in his hands. A little pressure off of PG and Kawhi because those are mainly pretty, uh, you know, defensive players and can kind of play a little bit on the wing without the ball. Um, but I don't know. With that said, like, I, I kind of think he needs, like, a fresh start. I think that like he kind of just needs to go to another route. Seems like L.A. might just not be his city based on the past uh, two ventures there. I've been hearing a lot about you know maybe if he if he leaves, maybe Chris Ball coming on like a vet minimum or something, which I also fucking hate as an original Lob City fan. But I don't know. We'll see. I think that I think that he could play a decent role. I don't think that the Clippers are going to be able to make a serious run in a title if Russell's in the starting lineup. That's for sure. Yo, honestly, I kind of disagree, Hef. I think if you if he is willing to take that three and a half mil or whatever that contract is, he should stay. He's obviously played with Paul George in OKC. They clearly have a good relationship. He said the only reason, or sorry, rather, he said he felt so comfortable 
in an interview, he said he felt so comfortable and so at home playing with the Clippers with Paul George. And like that was like a big comfort step for him. And they also had a good relationship in OKC. I think in the playoffs, obviously, Russell Westbrook does do better when there's no other stars around him, when he's like taking that alpha role in the team and he kind of has to really backpack his team. That's when he sh- that's when he's best. You saw with the with the Thunder when KD left. But he kind of looked a little bit like vintage Russell Westbrook. He had some confidence. He was playing well in the playoffs. He was he had what he had two thirty point games in the playoffs. Like he was showing off. I don't see why at that price range you're not going to get a much better player than Russell Westbrook for three and a half. He's a veteran. He's a decent enough leader in my opinion. And if they're committed to winning now, like he's a good solid piece on a championship team. Like if he's accept if he can accept coming off the bench and just being that solid bench like veteran guy. I think he'll be totally fine, and their bench unit is not like bad whatsoever. So I think I think they have a real solid chance. I, I feel like the is Clippers he, are like biggest setback. Be a player to like get like twenty five mil. Like, is he going to get an offer for like twenty five thirty mil from a team for like one year? Like, that's the question. Like, though. No, chance. I don't think so. Like, no chance. Like, who in the right? Who in the right? Like every every championship team that's looking for one piece, like they're not going to try to get Russell Westbrook for twenty five million when they could get like another role player to fill in just like a specific team necessary role for like five to 10, like maybe even 15. Yeah. They, they don't need to overpay for Russell Westbrook as a championship team. Cause also it's like proven how bad he is. Like he doesn't mesh well with certain teams. And when he doesn't mesh, he's yeah. God awful. Like one of the worst God players water. in the league. Yeah. yeah. So, I agree. I face value I think for that if, contract. Like, yeah, it's a no brainer. If you're the Clippers, keep him. It's only $3 million and just see where he goes from there. He did good in the playoffs. The only concern I have is we haven't seen him play with the Clippers with Westbrook and Kawhi. And whenever there's like a combustion of like star talent on a team, Westbrook just turns into the actually like shit. So I think you keep him, play him at that starting role at first. And if he starts doing bad again, off the bench he goes again. Yeah, it's just, I think he has to be a bench guy. I think he just has to be. Just more like is Russell Westbrook. He started this in the playoffs, right? Yeah, he was starting the playoffs. All right, word. I mean, but yeah, Paul George was hurt. Yeah, so like he had to start. And then like. and then but Kawhi and then Kawhi got hurt. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we're on consensus. This is a great for at least the money wise. It's a great deal. Maybe yeah, if he was anyone actually, that would be a good story. But back. but yeah. it's going to be All right, well. Yeah. Moving along to. So the Nuggets head coach at the parade, uh, Mike Malone, was fucking hammered. Um, he said they were going to run it back, I think, like 18 times. Uh, Boobs is a Heat fan. I know you don't like this guy, so I'll let you start with this one. I mean, realistically, Mike Malone is a top five coach in the NBA for sure. I'll give him that. He's a good he's a good hype-up speech guy. Like, if you want a coach to hype you up before a game, yeah, go ahead. Get this fucking idiot. But at the same time, he's – I'm just not a big fan of, like, the way he handles, like, the media and, like, the way he does this shit. And when he said that, the fucking, uh, what do you say on stage today? Oh, yeah, when they're, like, LeBron's Bruce daddy. Brown I was like, what the fuck? Oh, that thing, yeah. Oh, the Bruce Brown. <laughs> the Bruce Brown thing was just, like, he was obviously hammered, but you could tell. Bruce Brown, like, said last week or, like, right after they, they won that he was going to re-sign with Denver because he wants to keep winning. But at the same time, like to call up Bruce and be like, it was so awkward. He was like, yeah, this guy's Bruce is staying. Bruce is not fucking staying. If Bruce gets a bag, he's dipping, bro. He's like third year in his contract. He's on minimums. But he's going to Miami. Mike Malone time. in general. Yeah, he come back to Miami, bro, the U. But Mike Malone in general, great coach, I think. But I'm not a fan of him. 
not a fan of him at all. I mean, nah, I definitely agree. I think he's a good coach. But he's a great coach. He's always been a good coach. I just think that like Jamal yeah, tearing his ACL. Also, like the Lakers shit, he loves to talk about the Lakers. Like I get everybody talks about LeBron. You're you're a smaller market team, and your superstar is not marketable. I mean, he's marketable, but he doesn't even own social media. Like does Jokic own Instagram? Like I've I've never seen no, anything. Like I don't know. Like so that's just weird. Not weird, but like okay, you do you. But I mean, when LeBron is yeah. posting for 150 million followers every day about his twin Bryce Maximus's birthday, and it gets 1.5 million likes, like that's a no brainer for the NBA to yeah. get revenue off of. Well, Jokic doesn't want to be that guy. Jokic Ooh. doesn't want to be like the face of the NBA. Like, did you see him at the during the video? Yeah, no, he doesn't care. He was like, he did the weakest like champagne spray I've ever seen, and then just like looked like he wanted to dip the entire he time. Go play he didn't Legends, even care bro. that he won. He wants to play League of Legends. He's trying so hard. He's trying so hard to prove that he doesn't care, bro. It's actually annoying sometimes. Like he said, he lost his Finals MVP trophy, and then at the parade, he was just carrying it like this bro like dude like it just pisses me off sometimes when people act like they don't give a shit but they're actually like i know because bro everyone wants to be like that kobe like jobs not finished like type deal but it's yeah, so jimmy corny butler, bro like, i'm a huge jimmy butler guy but like jimmy butler does that shit way too much it's just I, corny jimmy bro. said he he said he'd let bam hold this one and he could hold the next one is that true that he said that that is he did say that i feel like he just didn't want to hold it and they, everyone like made a big deal about it like yeah, fair it's enough. Not Some people have, like, too. superstitions about not – like, I know in hockey you, can't, you, don't, you don't trust no, – yeah. or you don't touch the fucking, like, the conference. D-Wade, style, never, uh, D-Wade never touched – D-Wade never touched the Eastern Conference Finals and, uh, uh, trophy. like, trophy ever in his career. Yeah. Because he's fair a enough. dope. All right. Moving along to Carl Anthony Towns. Um, he has been stating that he's saying on Pat Fez podcast, and there's talks about him saying that their Timberwolves run – uh, was Hall of Fame level and better than the Nuggets thing. I think we don't need to talk about this much. Uh, I just think it's freaking stupid. Um, I, I don't know. I think he's a good player, but he also said that he he thinks that when he retires, he'll go down as the center that changed the game. Uh, I disagree. I think it was Dirk, in my opinion. But I'd love to hear your thoughts. Dirk about was a power. Any positive right? thoughts? I should I should start. That's true. I'm saying like big man that stretched yeah. the floor. I don't know. Are there any yeah, positive yeah, yeah. Pe- thoughts of agreement with what he's saying? That is my. Favorite. I can hype him up in the fact that like. He's still young, and he has – he's one of those bigs that, like, kind of changed the way, like, where they can stretch fives. But there's no way anyone's going to be talking about him saying that he changed the game. Carl Anthony Towns – dude, I saw something that was, like, the only thing he does is change his voice. And I was like, <laughs> dude, his voice is just so <laughs> cringe. But but either way, he won two games against the Grizzlies in the first round, and he said that run's more important or better than the fucking Nuggets run. Like, this guy – we don't need to talk about this idiot. My opinion, he's too he's too acid. I still think he's a good player, though. He's acid. I know, but he yeah, hundred percent. He's a he's a good player. Um, but yeah, no, we can so we can move on. Uh, I also think we don't need to talk about Fred Van Vliet. I, I think I added this to the list, <laughs> go, but go go he go. Opted, <laughs> he opted out of his player contract. Uh, I don't know where he's gonna go or what team. I mean, we can briefly discuss for like a minute. We can. I think yeah, I just I, all I see a team where you see him. My boy Fred Van Vliet's going to average 60 on the <laughs> Shanghai Sharks, bro. He's going to average 60 on the <laughs> Shanghai Sharks. I mean, bro, like, he's looking yeah, on that he, ass. He's not, he, but he he's averaged not. Like 12 assists per game last year or some shit. Dude, no. Just, just, 12 assists? Bro, he had 20 assists in the game. Out? He had 20 assists. 
No, he's nice. I, I pass him the ball. Can't fucking shoot anymore for some reason. He's just he's he's whatever. All right. Freaky. I got a stats right. up. I got for a, a deeper discussion. Average, no, 19-7-4. Like, what? Good, like, seven to six? Okay, the seven, honestly, was higher than I thought. I thought, yeah, I thought it was going to be like five. Yeah, but bro, he's shooting thirty nine percent from from the field and thirty four percent from three. The guy, the guy, right, that's, that's 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 killing. He's cheap. He's cheap. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's not that's not great. <laughs> Can't say that. Okay, good. Uh, let's move on to our first segment. Uh, it's Chris Paul. Chris Paul, as we all know, was waived by the Phoenix Suns. Um, his forty nine million dollar cap hit or something like that. I'm thinking like half of it's off the books until he gets signed to another team. I'm not really sure about the CBA or something like that, but. Um, We'll start off with first thoughts. Hefke, I know you're not the biggest CP3 guy, but I know you talked about him with the Clippers, but we'll go around and talk about the best fits for him, the best spot, and do you still think he can have a starting role before we get into some comparisons of other backup point guards and starting point guards? Yeah. Um, as far as, like, should he be a starter? Like, I don't think he's a starter on a championship team. I mean, we saw it, we saw it a little bit in this playoff series, you know, with the Nuggets. Regarding Jamal Murray, we saw it the year before when – I don't know why I can't remember who they lost to the, the year before. but um, Mavericks. Mavs. It's just like he's a liability on defense, like a, like a liability. Anytime there's a pick and roll screen where he's switching or anything, I mean, it's blatant that the other team's offense is pretty much to go at CP3. I think that with his size, his frame, he got abused by Luka. He got abused by Jamal. Like – He's a liability on defense, and I, he, everyone knows he can get to his spot. He's a good mid-range finisher. He's a good leader. It's good to have in the locker room. I don't think he's a starter caliber on a championship team, not at this point in his career. I do think he can play a role off the bench, um, you know, being like a you know sixth, seventh man coming in, you know, for a team that maybe has weaker guards. But no, I, I, I don't see him. I don't see him being a starter in the league for a team that still wants to be a serious contender. I, I don't know. I, I still think he can. I, I disagree. I think he can still start for a team. He can't be the first or second option, though. How, like that's why I think the Phoenix thing. If he didn't get hurt, it could have been different. Like Phoenix was the only team to take the Nuggets. What'd you say? He was the fourth option in Phoenix, and it still didn't work. Like literally, that's what I'm, no. But he got hurt. He got hurt, and the series was tied. What I'm saying is though, like he has to play a complimentary role with the ball. I know, like, the defense is an issue. I know he's a little slower now because he's old, but he's not going to be making a mass contract, I don't think, if he can. Shout out CAA. There's some ghosts for that shit. But uh, if he gets, like, a 20, 15 to 20 million deal to go to, like, some team that needs a ball handler, I don't know. I, I would love him on the Lakers, personally. I would definitely welcome him in. We had fucking Kendrick Nunn, Patrick Beverly, and Dennis. We had Dennis Schroeder. I know he's better than Chris Paul on defense, but – so I think that's an upgrade on offense. I don't know. I, I still think he can compete at a high level and his IQ alone, like he can just help out younger guys. What I would love though, if he doesn't go to a contender, is to go like to the Pistons and like mentor Cade and Ivy. I think that'd be sick. Like play a mentorship role. Um like he kind of did with Shy on the Thunder in twenty eight or twenty nineteen before the bubble. But yeah, that's I, I still think he can compete. I don't think Bro, he's- his daughter's literally getting bullied, saying his dad is never gonna win a championship. Like if he really wants his daughter to stop getting bullied. Bro has to do the Kyle Lowry and go off the bench. I really think the only way CP3 will win if he starts coming off the bench. Because, bro, his I th- like, I, let me think of a good team for him to go to. Honestly, because like the Bucks, I think he would be good in the Bucks off the bench. Like you bring up that second unit with like who the fuck's on the second unit for the Bucks? But either like way, him, if I Pat Connington, team, Bobby, yeah. 
I think CB3's days as a starter and like making a real impact for that first unit are coming to an end. He is old. If we start putting him on a team where like he can come off the bench and boost a second unit, like Kyle Lowry's been helping the Heat. Like as much hate as he gets, he helps the Heat second unit a lot. And I think uh, CP3 should start doing that if he wants a ring. Yeah, hundred percent agree. I'm a little torn because at the same time, like the Phoenix ex- Phoenix experiment obviously wasn't successful. They lost in the second round, but at the same time, they made that the unit finals the first year he was there. They were the best team in the league. No, I know no, it's no. unsuccessful with the ring, but like, come on, we got. I'm saying with I'm saying with Kevin Durant and like this year, I'm saying like the most recent year wasn't obviously. Um, successful, but I don't think that unit with KD got enough time to really even like. I they think it's hard. You you come in after the the deadline, whatever, and KD was hurt. He was still nursing an injury for a couple weeks, so like you really only get like two and a half months, like max of ba- of playing together before you go and and play and play the Nuggets in the second round. And they honestly look the best out of any of the teams that match up with the Nuggets all the playoffs. So, like, that's why at one point yeah, I no, think I he still can be a starter. I, I, but also, said, like, yeah. the other thing is, like, he's starting on a Phoenix Suns team that's absolutely stacked. Like, he's he can do that because their starting lineup has Devin Booker, has Kevin Durant, has, even though he played, like, shitty in the playoffs, DeAndre Ayton. Like, if he's on another team, yeah. he can't – He it's his – Weaknesses are going to be highlighted a lot more if he's on a like a. It's a contrast, a lot though. If he power. goes to another team and he comes off the bench, like the Suns had such bad depth that if yeah. he was to go play with the second unit, he's probably playing alongside Campaign. Uh, if Okogie's not in, probably like Wainwright or like Terrence Ross. Like those guys are all scorers. I think that's Jesus. they were just so top heavy on offense that they just had no defense, and that, that that's what like you guys said. Wow, it's horrible defensive lineup. Man. That's what I'm saying. Like he needs a team that can. He can like the Isaiah Thomas shit yeah. himself. Like that's why it worked. But like Chris Paul's not five eight six one. So like I think maybe that could work. But um, like for example, like this is a great comparison when we were talking about this episode. Like Tyus Jones and Gabe Vincent. Like those are two comparisons. Like would you rather have Chris Paul or Tyus Jones next year if the money didn't matter? Like I'm taking Tyus Jones. The thing is Tyus Jones. Every I don't time. know about Gabe Vincent, but like Tyus, Tyus Jones. Jones start, I'm, I'm taking that. I'm yeah, taking 100%. Gabe Vincent too. Yeah, yeah. Gabe I Vincent dropped twenty nine twenty plus points like five times in the playoffs. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'll take Vincent. You got to give Vincent. The thing younger. is, you can't, even, okay, you, you can't even hide Chris Paul on defense. Like, there's literally no defensive scheme if you're an NBA coach you can run to where he like doesn't just completely suck. Like, he's Dude, gonna he's get like targeted two, bro. no matter where he is on the floor. And the thing is, like, he used to be like quick, and he has quick hands. Chris Paul's always had quick hands, so he used to be able to, to like, yeah. if he's he wasn't, if he was getting too. blown by, he'd he'd get a couple picks. Picks. He just he doesn't. He's old, man. He doesn't have that. And the other thing is. If you're a team looking to sign Chris Paul and you're like a playoff contender, you have to keep in mind, literally every time this guy is in the playoffs in a position where he can win a, a big series, he gets hurt. How many times has this guy gotten hurt in the playoffs? This year, oh, yeah, he, against, the, against the Warriors, he didn't play game seven. And honestly, if, if, he, if Chris Paul was healthy, they could have won the championship that year easily. Like, he's always hurt in the playoffs. It just yeah. always happens. Didn't he get hurt? In the he finals, was around too? the Clippers. He was. He got hurt even when the Lob City days when he was playing with the Clippers. Like he got hurt. Um, the lot the last round that they had in that push when they were still together, he got hurt. Like yeah. that's he's unreliable. He's old. He's not a scorer. Like those are three okay. things. Once you get to that age, you're the best. And this is over. Uh, moving on from Chris Paul. Um, not to the two biggest trade talks from from this offseason thus far before the draft. Damian Lillard and Bradley Beal. Uh, we'll start with Dame. 
I don't personally think he's 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 more like the the more rumoredish guy. Like Beal, I think is definitely going to get traded. Like they're fully going to rebuild, in my opinion. But we'll start with Dame. Um, my first take is I think they should trade for Ingram somehow. I don't think that the Pelicans are, are the Pelicans are targeting Scoot. There was a rumor that came out for that, so I think that they should try to target uh, Brandon Ingram and maybe sign and trade Jeremy Grant. There, uh, it was the fourth pick, I think, and a couple other first rounders. But I, I really don't think Damon Lillard can stay in Portland and win. Um, he, he already has the contract signed. He should look to get traded um, and, and try to compete for a ring. Like, I just look how much more ha- – I love CJ. Like, CJ is probably happy as hell right now in New Orleans versus where he was in Portland just based off being able to play playoff basketball consistently. But that's where I stand. I think Damian Lillard should, should try to get out of there. Yeah, agreed. And as a – like, both these players both – I mean, I'm putting this in my perspective. As a Heat fan, they both said they wanted to go to the Heat. But I will say – Dame, every offseason, we see this with this guy, bro. He just a pick-me dude that sits on the internet and just tells everyone, like, just to hype <laughs> everyone up because he knows deep down that his contract's too big. He's not moving. He just – he's going to stay. Like, he's going to stay. And Bradley Beal's out of there. It's just the question of where he's going to go. But personally, if I had to say Beal should go to the Heat, Damian Lillard – Damian Lillard – I don't know what to say about Dame, dude. I actually have nothing to say about him. He should get the hell out of there, but knowing him, he's going to stay because that's just who he is. He plays this loyal card, and it's so outdated. He's just got to get out of there, bro. And then he drops like a mid-album or EP and calls it a day. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Bro, even even this this past week, he was like, yeah, I'd love to be in a Miami Heat and, and or one other city's jersey. And then literally mm-hmm. the next podcast he goes on, He's like, yeah, I'm gonna be in a Portland uniform next season. It's like, bro, okay, we like if you're gonna stay in Portland, like we get it, the loyalty factor. You've been saying it for forever, but just do it in silence, bro. Also, the other thing is, whatever team is gonna have bored. to sign him, the other <laughs> yeah, team that's gonna so have, have to sign him is gonna have to trade the farm to get him. So you're gonna need a team that's gonna yeah. be able to 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 instead of like trading away their entire roster. You're going to have to trade away. You're going to need a bunch of draft capital. You're going to need a lot of draft capital to trade for him. And also, like, the other thing is the Rudy – I don't like this is random, but the Rudy Gobert trade, that shit skewed, like, NBA trades because now every team saw that trade and it's like, if you're trading that, like, that amount of, like, draft capital and players and whatever, et cetera, for Rudy Gobert, like, Damian Lillard is worth, like, an entire fucking NBA roster at this point. So it's like – Yeah. Like, it's it's completely, like – the asking price that Portland's going to ask is going to be ridiculous to whatever team they try to shop them to. And I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of teams are just like, like he's too much. 30 something. He's, he's great. Damian Lillard's great. Top three point guard in the league for me, at least. But it's just, it's hard. It's hard to really, yeah. to warrant like trading half your team away or, or trading like your future away. Only a few teams are in that win now situation, I feel. One, one interesting yeah. spot that I could see like, it hasn't been brought up yet for Dame, but maybe be the Hawks. I think that if they were able to dish Trey Young, they have a really good defending cast around them. DeAndre Hunter, Collins, John Collins is a great defensive power forward, Clint Capella. Like I think that he would bring a better scoring option to the Hawks than Trey Young. I think that they package Trey Young and maybe like a, a first or a role player, they'd be able to make that. It's going to be more than that. It's gonna be like Trey Young, AJ Griffin, 
Jalen Johnson Jr. and like two first. I was, All right, but if we're Trey Young is still been an all star. It's not like they're trading nothing. I think that that would get them a lot closer than a lot of other teams be willing to offer. I think that that's a team that they already kind of have a roster constructed around a point guard that you know Trey Young's always kind of been a liability on defense, and I think that Dame would bring more on offense if to get past that, and that could be a spot where you know maybe just I think that would bring them the Hawks from a play-in team to a six seed. Like realistically, the the port the Blazers, Damian Lillard, if he's leaving, bro, he's going to like guaranteed be a, like title contender. I think because bro, he's been through so many years with Portland where they've been they went to the Western Conference Championship like three times or twice, and they've been they've had good team. Yeah, with CJ McCollum when he hit that game winner against Houston. Yeah, that was yeah right. It don't matter. Yeah, right. Either way, it doesn't matter. Either way, they haven't won, and they've been through situations where they've had like mediocre to decent talent. And I think if you're giving up Dame and Dame just chooses, I'm going to leave to a place. It's got to be like a team like that's yeah, going to win. Be a contender. Gonna have, yeah. yeah, he, he ain't getting traded to like Charlotte or some some BS like that. No yeah. Way, yeah, but like for the Hawks too, like I think they the Hawks organization has shown signs of like wanting to move off of Trey Young a little bit. And it makes sense. The guy's he's he's a liability on defense. This past year, his, his offensive efficiency was down the toilet. He didn't have a great year. Everybody thought at the beginning of the season when Trey Young and Dejounte Murray were that backcourt, like that it was going to be good, that they were going to like at least make the push. And they were just the most mediocre team in basketball from the start of the season to the end. Like I think for the majority of the season, they were like literally even like five hundred the entire season. Like. Their net defensive and offensive efficiency was like the same. It was literally so mid. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry, Dejounte Murray. I, is that how you say Dejounte? Is that it? <laughs> you said Dej like Dejourno. I was like, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> okay. All right, we're in agreement about Dame. I think if he leaves, he's going to contender, and, and they have yeah. a pretty good shot at winning. But yeah, enough talking about the offseason. We'll get to that. The draft's in a week, so we'll definitely have an episode coming up before that. So look out for that. Um, but now let's get into some better comparisons. Um, first off, we're going to play a little game created by Players' Choice. Shout out to them. But it's the Would You Rather, but we're going to implement a little bubble spin on it with uh, with doing some coaches first. Um, so we're doing Would You Rather Tyron Lue edition. Oh, first okay. Is, that's a good right, one. First I is like Doc that. Rivers. Doc Wait, Rivers. Tyron George oh, for George Boobs and me. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Ty All right, restart. Wait. Would You Rather – Wait, 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 restart. Would you rather Tyron Lue edition? Doc Rivers. Ty Lue. Next. That's fucking embarrassing. Tyron Lue. Whore. Nick Nurse, his replacement. Uh, Ty Lue. Ty Lue. Ty Lue. Thibodeau. I'm a Knicks fan, bro. I'm sorry. I'm not going to get on a rant, but Thibodeau's fucking lineups are actually some of the most embarrassing things like the mid-game switches and the, and the lineups that he makes mid-game like i actually like scream at my tv Ty Lue. i thought you were about to go on a rant about how he was better than ty lu i that was just the no. 180 of what i thought <laughs> no no i honestly like i i'm disagreeing i'm not i'm disagreeing with how fast you guys are making these decisions because i, I don't know ty lu did one good thing and i was in 2016 and i don't think he did much with that team and now he hasn't done anything I know, like, injuries and stuff with the Clippers. Hefty, bro, I know, bro, but, like, bro, bro, bro. Last year, or what year was that, when he, when he brought only Paul George to the Western Conference bro, Finals? 
And like, okay, that's true. That was a, Bro, that was a it, coaching clinic. George brought the Mavs to seven, and the year before that, they, dude, they brought the fucking Warriors with KD to like six games without like any of them. Yeah, like and they had P. Bev yeah, and good games. Like he's he's showed that like outside of the LeBron era, like he's been a good coach. He's been fucked with injuries. He's they can, and like, the coaches are bringing up. Like, what have they done? Like Doc Rivers, biggest playoff choke artist of all time. With Nick Nurse won that chip with like I I think Nick Nurse. Okay, yeah, but he won, uh, he, won, he, won, he, won he won that chip because his entire team game. because the entire Warriors team got hurt in the playoffs. He was literally playing against Curry and a bunch of G League players. Like Katie, yeah. let's not forget Katie and Clay both got injured. I mean, and we're not playing in that like finals. So like if they're healthy, Nick Nurse doesn't have a finals. Doc Rivers won obviously with the Celtics, but like since then he's actually been like probably the worst playoff coach I've seen. Like he actually is. I, what is he like? Zero eight in the last like last game seven scenarios he's been in. Yeah, he's horrible. The guys are bought. No, these and are like no Tom brainers. Thibodeau, like yeah, he's, he's, just he's never really ball. coached like too great of a team to be to be fair to him. But well, Thibodeau. Oh, uh, I, I I got Tyron Lue over Thibodeau, but that one's close. <laughs> yeah, way yeah. close. All right, next one, Monty Williams, George. There is I'm no a, way you guys have gone that fast and not and are thinking about Monty Williams. I'm taking Ty Lue. I'm taking Ty Lue. Ty Lue. Ty Lue, 100%. I don't want, I don't want to disrespect Monty Williams. Lue He's a well. great coach. I think Monty Williams will lead a team to Monty, a championship. Like, I will I mean, think he Monty will lead a team to a championship. Was just, Monty Williams was just fired. Like, no. Ty, Ty <laughs> Lue, for sure. Beth? No, I, I agree. I think this is the close. Monty Williams is the closest one out of all of them so far for me, but I, I still go Ty Lue. Yeah, no, Tyler. All right, next sure. one. No Monty Williams. Ulstra. Oh, Spo. 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 Come on. Yeah. It's Spo. the greatest coach Spo's in the clear. NBA. Spo's clear. Spo. Clear. So clear. I, I, okay. Recency bias, I don't think he's that good. But Recency bias. Bro, nah. There's, no. No, no, no. I know. Recency bias. We want to get into this. Yeah, go. I get into this. First off, I just, I just think that the Buck series was, was just – Giannis was hurt the entire time. That's just all right. We'll get into that. Whatever. Boobs, I know you're going to freak out if, if I say what I want to say. So the next coach for, versus Ty Lewis, Brad Stevens, if he came out of retirement. Bro. Next one, next one. No, that's disrespect. I, that was disrespectful because Brad Stevens is a good coach. But no, no. I don't mean to laugh, but it was just like the pause and the come out of retirement. Like, <laughs> it was Brad Stevens. He, I would take Brad Stevens. I would take Brad Stevens over him. Over time. Yeah, that's, that's a good team. Honestly, honestly. Was just honestly you, you two motherfuckers just died laughing at my, my thought, <laughs> and now you're agreeing with him? No, what? I'm not agreeing. I said, honestly, like, oh, it's than people think, bro. Like, I Brad forgot Stevens, about Brad like, Stevens. He was leading was so twenty-two-year-olds. He was leading two twenty-two-year-olds to game sevens against LeBron James, prime twenty-eighteen LeBron James. Jason Tatum is what are they? Was that was a rookie year? Correct, literally rookie year. Took, rookie year. Took the Cavs to seven games, like that team. And no other. I don't think that many other coaches in the league could have taken that team that far in the playoffs, and literally could have made the championship easily. I'm going Tyron Lue right. still. I'm on. Honestly, I, I, I picked Ty Lue also. Uh, next one, Michael Malone. 
This is a no-brainer. I don't know how you guys are thinking about this. It's it's an order. It's Tyler. No, it's the other. Fuck the order. If the motherfucker's not talking, just talk. (laughs) He's thinking. I don't don't know what he's thinking about. It's Michael Malone. Don't do the order. It's Michael Malone. It's Malone by by a century. I don't want a century. I think it's Malone, but maybe by it. Maybe by half a century or decade, but it's it's not close. Recent oh my god, I already see buzz. Yeah, that's not recent. I mean, yeah. not really. He took he took Jokic to the Western Conference Finals in the bubble when he was fat, and then he took Jokic to the second round without jump. Bro, he had Austin Rivers and Fancaccio. Sorry, I'm gonna botch this. Compazzo and Austin Rivers and Monte nice. Morris. That was their three guard rotation. They made it to the fucking second. Oh, no Monte and Morris. Damian Lillard was like so. when Austin Rivers was praying to God that Dame would miss. That was that series. And yeah. 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 Ty Lue's had his yeah, start. No, I, he's been pretty much in the conference final. I honestly was gonna say Ty Lue, but just because I fucking think Mike Malone's a cornball. But yeah, Mike Malone. I just don't want to say it because he's right. such a cornball. Ime Udoka. Ty Lue. Like the thing is, like this really? is like not. This isn't even like. It's just hard because Ima Udoka like had such a short stint. Yeah, one. Yeah, his sample size is one year. That's and why it's yeah, too small. Assault, so. Like I can't even make like it's Ty Lube, but like wait, maybe, whoa, whoa, not sexual assault. Just, just never mind. No, it's Ty Lue, but Ima Udoka just hasn't. Like he's his sample size is. Is small. I can't really make a yeah. judgment about that. But, but like that one you know, year he had, it was, it was great. Yo, if he, if he turns around this Rockets franchise, really bro, team. if he turns around this Rockets franchise, I that's that's impressive. Not I give yeah. him three years. Yeah. If they don't make the playoffs in three years, then I think he's out. Yeah, it's fair. But yeah, they're they're the worst run franchise right. in the league. Steve Kerr. Steve, I think it's a controversial one because Steve. Well, here's the thing. I, I mean, like, yes, he's a good coach, but. When you look at the year, I know their team sucked, but you look at the year that they, did, they didn't have Curry when, uh, like, and Clay was hurt. I didn't expect him to be the worst, worst team in the league. Yeah, but well, I don't know. He did win a ring like last year, so I have to give it to him. So that's true. All right, I no, agree. I think it's Steve Kerr, just just such a winning guy. But I mean, at the same time, like, I to counter that point, do you think that the Warriors intentionally tanked when they didn't have Curry and Clay? Like, do you think they were just like? I think that's a good point. Yeah, and then uh, they like, also if like you're, Curry if got you're hurt in the position where you know these two guys are still like Curry and Clay, like are still in their prime, and you have the opportunity to literally get lottery, like peak lottery picks to like no. to a team that never ever would be getting that kind of draft luck. They just soiled it. If those if they didn't pick Kaminga and Wiseman, like if they didn't actually screw up those drafts. Kaminga's good. I, I'm still really high on Kaminga. I like Kaminga. I think, think about it, though. If they if they didn't, like for now, he's not. So, But like if they didn't if they didn't screw up those drafts and got like top-tier lotto talent with those picks, they it wouldn't even be a – they would have won They would have won the championship this year yeah. easily. But they should have just got LaMelo Ball, dude. I, like they should have just got him. Yeah. Over. Fair enough. Right. Imagine uh, this one's this one's gonna be a little hard to analyze, but Popovich, bet like I know his roster Lou. sucks, but Tyron Lou. Tyron Lou. Um, I have the I have the biggest highest. The I Popovich hasn't done anything since Tim Duncan. Like at this, at this point forward, like I get today's pop. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. go Ty Lue on today's pop. Wait, like t- right. today, like pop as a coach overall, or just current right day, now? current day, today, right now. Would All right, you, current day, yeah, I'm taking Ty Lue, but like. I was about to say, 
No, Pop. You switched their right, rosters, right though. Coach, but uh, yeah. I don't know. That's what I was going to say. Really? Like, I don't know. I think he's just sticking around, and now he's got Wemby, so we'll see. But to end this off, we're going to go Mike Brown. I got Mike Brown. I love Mike Brown. I'm a Mike Brown homie. Mike Brown. Mike Brown. Mike Brown. Recency bias, for sure, but Mike Brown. Yes, yeah, Mike I Brown. agree. <laughs> well, we'll admit it's recency bias, but I'm, yeah. I, the shit he did this year was insane. Yeah, I fuck with him. Heavy. All right, that caps off the, the cap. Nah, that caps off the coaches edition. Um, and now we're gonna move to the player edition. Would you rather Austin Reeves edition? Before I start, I want to talk about his signature shoe though. He's gonna get seven figures a year for the Chinese shoe. Uh, Do you see the picture? I saw the, the shoe. Hey, it doesn't ugly. look that bad, bro. What? Yeah, I'm not rocking not that, that shit. Bad. No, no, no. Like, I'm not going out buying that. I'm not going out buying that. But like, it no, looks better yeah, than Tatum shoe. Yeah, but they, it looks like you bought it off cheapchinajerseys.com, bro. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's exactly what it is, though, right? But that, aren't they called yeah, I mean, like, the AR-1s? Yeah. Bro, when the AR-15s yeah, AR come out, that's going to be sick. AR-15s, that would have been better. But. You get to do his 15 season? Right. <laughs> <laughs> There's no shot he gets a 15 signature shoot from China. Yeah, I know. They should just call the AR-15s, bro. Yeah, honestly. Uh, that definitely would have caused some controversy in today's society. <laughs> yeah, fucking just block. <laughs> we'll, call, we'll, we'll skip past that. <laughs> All right, would you, rather, would you rather Austin Reeves edition, Tyler Hero? Tyler Hero. I'm, picking, I'm taking Austin Reeves. Tyler Hero. I'm going to take Reeves. Yeah, my boy. I knew you'd have one. Jordan Poole. Wait, to be clear, I just want to get clarity on the thing. It's right now not like who – like. In years to come, right? Like you're not saying I'm you taking age tr- because you right now. Like who do you want on your team? Oh, your right now, team. right now, I'll take Hero. Yeah, for sure. Hero. All right, and then sure. and then Jordan Poole. Uh, recency bias. No, I'm kidding. I'll take uh, I'll take Poole. I think. I think. No, no hell no. I'm, t- hell, I'm taking. I saw enough. I'm taking Poole. I, I, I do think Poole's good, but I think Poole's a guy that like. I'm not going to relate it to Kemba Walker, but I think he's a guy that eventually is going to end up on a really bad team, average like 25, 5, and 5, and in like 10 years will be like, damn, those numbers are crazy. Like, why are we talking about that 10 years from now? That's exactly how I think it's going to go. He's a great player, but I just – I don't think he's a, he's, he's a good enough player to, to be a leader at like a championship caliber team. No, yet. but a lot of it's just his decision-making at the end of the day. Like, if the guy just realizes, like, if he just learns when to take certain shots, like, what was that – like game winning shot against the Lakers, bro. Just had so much time on the clock. Just pulls it from thirty five. Like, what the fuck are you doing? But I like his IQ. Offensively is polished immature. is great. His IQ sucks. He's offensively polished. He's high energy. He's a good ball handler. I mean, I know this playoffs he actually had a lot of turnovers, but I think he had one. I think recency bias. Like, I'm still taking Pool over Reeves. I'm taking Reeves over Pool, just because I know that Reeves actually has that like will like. Dude, I feel like Poole just like just goes out there and just has too much. Like he doesn't want to win sometimes. Like, like obviously he wants to win, but Reeves like there was times in the playoffs where he just put his fucking head down, just like got that dog outside of him, which I really saw. And Poole, I feel like he's just out there, like just to fuck around. Honestly, I think that. All right. I, I, yeah, I don't know. Definitely got Reeves. I love sure. We're moving past this though. Uh, this one should probably should be a little easy, but I got Zach Levine. Keep in mind, he's on a $40 million contract. Just Zach Levine, bro. Zach Levine. Yeah, I pick a Zach Levine. Yeah. <laughs> Not close. Yeah. Uh, I mean, DeJounte Murray. Close. Dude, 
Oh, that one's hard. I'm on. I'm on Dejounte. Dejounte Murray. It's not. No, DeJounte. it's not this easy. This one's not this easy. Like DeJounte I know Dejounte is valuable. Comfortable. He's at face value. Like Dejounte's better. Like two K ratings. He's like an eighty eight, and Reeves is like an eighty three. But like, I don't know why I just brought that up. Honestly, I've been playing too much that game, but. If you look at what they did this postseason, or at least this season towards the end, like when it, like, I would call it clutch time of the regular season, like, because both the Lakers and the Hawks are in the same, like, playing teams that needed to make a push for the playoffs. Austin Reeves stepped the hell up. I don't think, I don't know, I didn't watch any Hawks games, but I I wasn't hearing about DeJounte Murray. Uh, No, it was horrible. DeJounte Murray, I think he's better, and he's also, he's a great defender. He's a great perimeter defender. Yeah, yeah. I also my thing. Okay, I'm I mean, still taking Dejounte for sure. Yeah, I'm yeah, still, yeah, me too. If, if rules were reversed yeah. and Dejounte was in the Lakers, I think he would have popped. Like I think that like if Reeves was in the Hawks, I think he would have been ass. I think like at face value, like player, I'm I'm on Dejounte. It's true. Yeah, it's I did Dejounte, but mm, eh. give it another year. Like we'll see. All right, next one, Jalen Green. Dude, oh, Jalen Green doesn't give a shit about basketball. Easily, Reeves. Jalen Green's gonna be gross in two years. Easily, though. I think he's gonna be good. Some people might disagree with that, but if you, if you, what, what'd you say? Looking at it, Jalen Green. Easily, Reeves. Easily, I don't even want to hear Jalen. What? I don't want to hear that. Okay, right now, no, no. Right now, I, I, right now, right now. I'm taking right. if, if the Lakers could trade Reeves for Jalen Green for one season and the and the world ends, I'm taking Jalen Green. Bro, yeah. the guy well, is bro, nah, dude. He is the worst. He's the uncoachable player. He literally has the worst attitude of a player in the NBA. He's inefficient. He's a shot chucker, and he plays shitty on defense, and he doesn't give any effort. He's on the Rockets. I'm aware, but if you're on that bad of a team, bro, you should be at, like, the fact that he is uncoachable talking back to his coach, not listening, like, on top of, on top of, like, not being as good as everybody thought he would be, like, from the get-go, like, this guy should be in the gym working. And not he's not like LeBron. He his nails, get that excuse. He, he's, I mean, he's twenty-two, tough. four and four on forty-two percent. I know it's not great, but like that's better than I still think that's okay. crazy that people but like, are taking. But to, to counter that, like you're saying, like Jordan Poole's gonna be that twenty-five, five and five guy on on a bad team, but that's exactly what Jalen Green's doing now, but worse. I think that all right, you got me there. I'm gonna, I think that like if it was for next season alone, I'm taking Reeves. But I think that if you're taking the contract into factor and also yeah. the fact that like Jalen Green literally no, that's potential, like potential, potential wise, yeah, upside is Green, but but like no, Jalen Green's biggest test. Draft, if it's a draft, like we're starting a franchise, and you could take current Reeves or current Jalen Green for the next five, ten years, I'm taking Jalen Green. It's just for next no, season. I, agree. I need to win right now. We're, we're gonna have yeah. to move on because the next six I have on my list, uh, maybe five that, or maybe four, honestly, are, are all gonna cause controversy. RJ Barrett. Oh, oh fuck, dude! Oh my! I'm God. taking RJ purely from a defensive standpoint because I don't need like okay if I'm starting a team. With RJ versus Austin Reeves, I'll take Austin Reeves. But if if RJ is going to be like the third option, which I think both of them are in their respective teams, yeah, Austin Reeves is better than D'Lo. Um, they don't need to like be the focal point of the offense, and and RJ is a better defender than Austin Reeves right now, and de- definitely is. So that, that's that's RJ and RJ, and I'm a Laker fan, so yeah. And aside aside from Game Six against the Heat, where he was one for ten and played abysmal, he was killing it that series. Absolutely, kill- he played. He outplayed Julius Randle that entire season. RJ Barrett was our number two option 
that entire series. And he was reliable, and he was playing good on defense. He was hustling. He was scoring. He was getting to the rim. The only thing I have I struggle like with RJ in general is his ability to create space and create his own shot. I think he struggles a lot with that. He's really good on his head down, going to the basket to on his left hand, even like opposite like side left hand. But he just he's not great at creating his own shot. Bro, but I'm he's still like LeBron. He's got a bagless bag. He's got a bagless bag. Over, taking him over. I got I Reeves got, definitely um, has a better dribbling package than, than RJ, RJ, but I, I'm taking RJ. Yeah. It, it, honestly, now that I think about it, it shouldn't be – it's RJ Barrett. Like, I think it's RJ too. It shouldn't be a question. I think it it's, be I, a question, I think it's but definitely it, close, but I, I'm going to take RJ. Yeah. It's Desmond cool. Bain. I'm on Desmond Bain. Cool. Dude, Desmond Bain <laughs> has the shortest arms I've ever seen in my life. T-Rex. Um, <laughs> I knew you were going to say that when you started laughing, too. <laughs> dude, looks like a T-Rex, dude. But, uh, ah, that one's hard, bro. Desmond... No, it's I'm, not. I'm on Bane clear. I like, don't think what? It's Bane. You think Desmond Bane? Bane. I think it's clear. Yeah. Bane by a mile. Okay, yeah. I mean, I think Desmond Bane, too. But, like, I just... I'm scared that Reeves will be a dog next season. Like, he's going to be... Take that next step. I'm and scared he's going to take a step back. I don't think it's going to happen, but, like... I don't know. Every time I watched him play, I was like, I don't know how he keeps doing this. I don't know how. I just gotta believe in him. I got you. But realistically, actually... we've seen the best of Desmond Bain. Like, what the fuck is he gonna do now? Like, we've seen like he's gonna continue being that good. Like this, he's not gonna take that next step. I think Austin Reeves did so good in these playoffs that next year, like he has the ability to take that next step and be better than Desmond Bain for sure. My argument is that, like, I, I, I love that take. I think that Reeves' next step is to get to Desmond Bain's level. And, like, I don't I don't think he's his, like, potential is higher than where Desmond Bain's at. And I think that, like, you already know what you're getting out of Desmond Bain. I feel like his, like, floor's higher. And I think yeah. AR's, like, ceiling is up to Bain. But to be I, fair, at well, the same time, though, we're also not accounting the fact that Reeves could very well regress next season. Yeah, that's 100%. A lot, lot of young guys coming off a good season regress. And he's getting 70 yeah. mil next year, or 80 mil or some shit. Yeah. Like, he's going to have to play good to – going to have to put that, put that money where his mouth is. All right, moving on to another guy that I think is exactly like Desmond Bain, in my opinion. He's not at his ceiling, but he can't get that much better. It's Tyrese Maxey. Oh, what Tyrese Maxey? I think Maxey's wet free clear. I – Clear. I, Wait, you don't think he's gonna get better? I think, I think Maxie's been the best. Really? I, don't, I don't think he's that. Let's say they're both I, at the bottom of the Besides Tyrese Maxie, Tyrese Maxie, Tyrese Maxie, Tyrese Maxie, Tyrese Maxie, <laughs> yeah. Austin Reeves. Out of, okay, out he's six two though. You don't six. think it's a defensive liability at all? Bro, he should be playing point guard. Like he's fine. He's fast as fuck. I mean, right, they, their backcourt was Harden and Maxie and. Both, neither of the two are pretty good defenders, and it didn't seem to be that much of an issue, to be fair. Like, side comment, I think that, like, the t- the ticket to the Sixers being successful is getting rid of Harden, having Maxi run the point, and repositioning that money. Yeah, absolutely. He needs to take yeah. that, that rollover. Bro, what was Maxi oh, averaging? Bro, Max, I think he was averaging, like, at least 40% from three. Like, he was, like, sniping. He's great. I'll, I'm very high 23. on him. I'm very high on him, too. So, tw- all right, not 20. 20? 23-3, from the field, okay, 43% I did not know from he shot 43.4% from three. All right, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, like, he's cleared. Okay. And once right, he gets it, right, uh, oh, my God. Uh, 
I'm going to take Lou Dort off. I personally don't think anybody's going to pick Lou Dort over Austin Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> nah, no hate there. No disrespect. Don't the door. He's, <laughs> he's a great three. No hate the door. Great three. Uh, uh, Anthony, Anthony Simons. Anthony Simons. This is a good one. I don't know what is what is Simons putting up. I haven't been tracking him that much. Anthony Simons is nice. He averaged like twenty this season. I know, I know he was going he off. Averaged but... 20, he averaged 20 on 40, 45% from the field and 38% from three. He averaged 21, two and four. But you got to account that Dame didn't play half the year. Yeah. That's why there's um, a so debate, though. So you got to shoot though. the ball a lot more. Like, that's why if you're the Blazers, you got to get rid of Dame. But, yeah, and I, I think a lot of that, like a lot of people saying like, oh, but their star didn't play. Like he was put in that number one role. He increased productivity. Yeah, but a lot of players, if they're putting that number one role, decrease in and productivity because if you're the number one target on defense, like if, if let's say all, like eighty yeah, and the out, yeah, and and all the defensive pressure is going to Austin Reeves, is he really going to be putting up twenty one and five? Don't know. So I'm I'm taking yeah, it pretty no, time. That's a good. I'm, I'm definitely taking Simon too. Yeah, Simon has that. Like, I think they're very similar range. players, except yeah. except Reeves operates more in the mid range, and Simon's is definitely more three ball, but. What Simon's has that Reeves doesn't is a little, a lot more athleticism and he's a lot faster. I think Reeves is a lot more shifty and, and like footwork and IQ. But Simon's yeah. can just he can also dunk. Like people forget he can he has like a forty something inch vertical. Nice. Uh yeah. they cap it all off. I think it should be an easy one, but I think they're very similar players. Uh Gary Trent Jr. Oh, I I'm think this Reeves. isn't as easy as you guys are thinking, if I'm being honest. Because I, I still think that they're both Gary shot Trent, and, and Gary Trent Jr. is a better defender than Austin Reeves. I just That's think it's because Gary Trent Jr. but it's not close. I mean, it is close. I'm just saying it's just because Gary Trent Jr. didn't really do that much, all that much. He had, a, he had, like, a couple, he had like one like really bad cold string where he was like broken. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm taking Reeves, but I think it's close. Good player. I mean, it's, it is close. I'm not, not to discredit him, but yeah. I mean, Honestly, I'm. this is hard. I think I'm going to take Reeves, but... I like Gary Trent Jr. All right. That wraps it up from the for the Would You Rather. To cap off the last segment, uh, I think we should just talk about uh, a little sad story about Lonzo Ball. Um, if you were in his position, what would you do? I personally, I feel bad for him. Um, I, I loved him watching him at UCLA. He was tearing it up. And as a Laker fan, when they drafted, I was so happy. thought it was the perfect move. I don't think that. If he never wore those stupid Lonzo Balls go-to shoes that were just made of fucking plastic, he would he would still be here and ruin his knees. Bro, I but... bought those. No, you did not. I did buy them. Oh my god! <laughs> they were like bro, they were nice, bro. I was getting all like sentimental, <laughs> like feeling bad, like complimenting him. Feeling bad now, I just want to laugh. Like I feel bad. Bro, uh, like Zeal, the Ball Brothers were lit back in the day, dude. It was like a flex, but then I got like. I got shitted on for wearing those. Yeah, I, I tried wearing it again. I tried wearing it again. And I looked so dumb. Bro, I looked so really, dumb wearing those. You wore those to rush. You were not getting a bid. To be real. <laughs> oh my god. Nah, that's auto bid, bro. <laughs> that is auto bid. Bro. Is... With the triple B's oh. shirt on too. <laughs> I had so many big baller brand merch, bro. I had Lamar ball hoodie. It's so you. It is you. That's crazy. Uh, no, I think. What the? What do you do if you're the Bulls, bro? Like, actually, like, like, I don't know. It's a tricky situation for both sides, but 
Lonzo, I love the, I love him. He's how old is he? Twenty five again? He's twenty five. Twenty five, yeah. I think. Yeah. I think there's not much you can do except try to get back on the court. And if you're the Bulls, if it gets to that expiring contract year and he's still not on the court, you just gotta say oh bye. Oh my god, um, yo. Okay, I was a ball in the family, big time fan of that show. Uh, what the fuck happened to Lonzo Ball's girlfriend? She was bad. Denise, Denise, Bro, something. Do you they got Denise. It was Denise. Yeah, what happened, Denise? Well, like I think they. Why are you smiling like that? Right? You... I don't know. It seems uh, like bro, she's so hot. My boobs knows her so well. It seems like he's like like keeping tabs on her. <laughs> ah, dude, uh, Denise, bro, Denise is so bad, but she got pregnant and then like they broke up and now she's. I don't know what the fuck she's at now. That's but... a no. Damn. Jello Ball just got dude, had his first baby. Dude, Lonzo though, like what we were talking about before. Lonzo Respect is everything. No, you're good, bro. No, Continue. I was gonna say Continue. Lonzo Ball is everything people like want Chris Paul to be right now. He's what the injured. what kind of comparison is that? <laughs> no, bro, 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 bro. Listen, 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 listen. <laughs> that was that was not out of the like, like, If he was healthy, bro. Listen, listen. Hear me out. Hear me out. Before you, all right, all right. He's a great ball handler. He's a great perimeter defender. One of the best perimeter defenders in the league. He, he's improved his shooting a lot. He's good vision. He's a good playmaker. He's a good true point guard. He's not. He'll give you thirteen a game. He'll give you better efficiency than he had in the past. Before he got hurt, he was improving efficiency wise. Great passer. Great defender. He would be the piece on a championship team that would take you to the next level. He's and like what the Celtics got Malcolm Brogdon for to do this playoff like this year is what a lot of teams could get Lonzo Ball for if he was healthy. Obviously, this guy can barely fucking walk, but uh, but <laughs> man, I'm just saying like he like Lonzo Ball is a really good player, bro. It's sad that he's 25. Right. And, like, I I agree. I just was not expecting the Chris Paul. That was crazy. To come up. I see what you're saying though with like the point guard, the the pure point guard, like the true the true point, yeah. doing like the IQ stuff. Um, like, I just don't his, know if they're in the his same conversation. Very so similar to Chris Paul's. He's just a better defender. Like, if you were to take Chris Paul like this year versus Lonzo when he was healthy, that's all I was yeah. saying. But yeah, uh, I, uh, we're, we're approaching the fifty-five uh, minute mark. But any last any last takes and or comments or remarks? Open floor. Jalen Brown needs to leave Boston. That's it. All right, we'll, uh, we'll open that up with, with episode two with Jalen Brown. Um, but we'll wrap it up there. He's not a max contract player. Thank you guys for listening in. I'll see you guys in episode two in about a week or two. Um, goodbye.